This is the Sea to Sky podcast with Marcus and Alan, weaving through the issues in Sea to Sky country. Okay, welcome to another Sea to Sky podcast. And I'm back here, of course, with Marcus, and we brought back Jess the Raspberry La Frambois. Thanks for having me on, Marcus and Alan. Yeah, well, we, we enjoy your, your expertise on local politics. Well, according <laughs> to you guys, that's great. Thank you. Um, so, since we last talked... Well, the, literally days ago. Yeah, and the race is already changing. Dramatically. Yeah, it's incredible. The, uh, we, we're only, a, what, a week in, and uh, the race is wide open. Patty uh, Heinzman decided not to run. So she, uh, the incumbent is now gone, and we talked about how the incumbent usually is the favorite. Mm-hmm. And now it's uh, without Patty, it, it becomes a different game. Uh, Susan Chappelle is still in there. Um, Jeff Cook is in there, the former Sorka president. And now we have two other officials, or Karen Elliott officially, uh, officially, and then one other who is sort of still unofficial, and one sitting on the fence still. So this is a different race now. I mean, when we talk about politics last time and about municipal politics, we talk about how incumbents usually have the advantage. And I think Susan would have to face, basically prove to the to her base that she is better suited for the upcoming change than, say, Patty was. But now Patty's not part of the conversation anymore. The, the, which I was really surprised about uh, when we, t- we spoke last week. Uh, I really would have put it, uh, Patty as uh, the favorite. and uh, But... Now, she has served since 2005. It is now 2018, and um, that's a, a lot of hours at Municipal Hall. And yeah. uh, I think she, she said that she reflected with her family back east, and, and, and four years now is a big commitment. I mean, a long time ago, it was just two years, and it became three, and, right. and now four. And to do another four years as mayor, um, Maybe she just thought it was a little too much. I was a little surprised. And now it's turned into a little bit of a different race with, uh, well, a lot of a different race with uh, Jeff Cook coming in and then Karen Elliott also bringing her uh, name out of the council ring and into the, into the mayor hat. I'm a firm believer if a politician has been in a certain position, like the same thing with like any level of politics. If you have a certain person who's been in, on the throne for so long, People start asking for a change. A lot of the issues that people are complaining about, her, her fingerprints are all over it. She was anticipating a slugfest or a, you know, a big time. Well, it's because there's a lot of big issues coming up. But I think it's unfair for people to say that she, I mean, you know, to use your terminology, that she had her fingerprints all over. I mean, these were big issues that she had to deal with. And I think for the most part, she dealt very well with them. I think she's been a good mayor. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that she's not running, but also for the reasons you stated, I'm actually not surprised that she's bowing out. She's been in, she's been both a councillor and a mayor for a long time now, and I think, like you say, four years with a lot of big issues coming up, she probably felt, no, it's probably time for some renewal. It's probably someone else time for someone else to carry the torch on these. So, the only thing- and if you do a job long enough, uh, like it, it, you get burnt out, and to go another four years. I honestly think she probably had a, a really good chance of winning, and um, maybe that uh, resonated in Patty's head. Going, do I really want to be doing this? And another three and a half, four years from now, uh, you know, maybe if it was only two or three, I could see her doing it. Because uh, I'm sure she has a few things that left on her on her plate that she yeah. Left I mean, finish. there's like you know the OCP and the planning and, and the getting all these the planning committees about the oceanfront. Yeah. I mean, she had, she Park put together and, all these committees, right? Yeah. 
Jen because she had this vision of how Squamish should be, and right now we're at the precipice of it. I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. So I think there's a lot of things going on that um, you know I think mm-hmm. the general public is not privy to. Uh, for example, the over the over over borrowing, uh, lots of money. How the district is sort of you know we have no money, but yet we need to spend millions on a new Brennan Park. But we that's have, been happening way before yeah, Patty was I, mayor. I, was, I got and, that, but there like there a lot of a lot of the a lot of the spending habits I think was, was big criticism towards her, right? Yeah. And I mean, yeah, like, you have to do what you got to do, right? Honestly, you have to keep the boat moving. Susan Chappelle I don't think is gonna be an easy candidate to run against. She's been vocal again with Patty in council and in, in sessions. So, you know, all, all of a sudden now it's a, it's an open, open I think I think Susan running against Patty as the incumbent mayor was a totally different race. I think I think it was going to be a real uphill battle for Susan. But now, yeah, I agree with you. I think the door's wide open for her to really, you know, she's got a really serious chance. I think I don't know. Susan Tell, does, you mean? Yeah, I think so. Tell me if I'm wrong, though. My take on it is that Karen Elliott is basically sort of Patty's sort of passing the baton to Karen Elliott. That's the way I see it. With Karen Elliott, since she announced today, my feeling with Karen, she wasn't actually going to run again, period. I didn't even think she was going to like run for council. I thought she was like, you know what, I'm, I'm getting sort of, this is enough. Yeah. But then for her to all of a sudden say, I'm running for mayor, I think what it is is like, you know what, since Patty decided to drop out, you know what, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for gold, go big or go home. If I get the mayor gig, awesome. If I don't... Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And how many counselors have we seen that uh, that, that could have had an easy counselor seat, put their hat in for mayor, just to have their uh, butts handed to them in the election? And, yeah, and but honestly, I think if Karen gets elected, she she wants she has a view. She has way. I think she has an understanding how she wants to see uh, Squamish grow. Mm-hmm. I don't see her uh, like I don't. She you know, in comparison to Susan, she's not as outspoken. But I, you know, all of them seem to have a pretty good. Um, you know, way of, of, of thinking how the, how we should develop and how should we grow. And I think her plan um, it, it could be best reflected. Maybe she does p- take the uh, the patty patty torch and the same thing that Patty had planned and goes to the next level. But I honestly think if she doesn't win, she's fine with it. Yeah, and that you know, considering how much that needs to be tackled, I don't know if that's you know really the type of person you want. Although she is really, I mean, she's the only person I've heard, and I, you know, I could be wrong, but she said in the paper that Squamish's spending obligations are now at about a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard anyone else throw that number out there, but it's oh, from Park. Brandon Park's thirty million, if not. Yeah. And by the time they finally get around to it, it'll be fifty. Uh, so. I, I guess she's realistic about what she's facing. Yeah, and I, you know what? And she she has a, she has kids in the schools here. She understands uh, what the infrastructure. She understands what what it's like to live here in Squamish. So um, and and sorry, um, I don't want to dictate the conversation, but let's get back to Jeff Cook for yeah, example. Yeah. For like uh, I, uh, he ran for council uh, and came in seventh spot. And also what I want to call the Larry McLennan spot. Remember Larry? I think lost by like twelve votes. I think uh, Jeff Cook lost by about maybe 30 or 40 votes one year uh, to become the uh, one of the councillors on Squamish uh, Municipal Hall. Now he's, I, I thought he might have uh, chose to run for uh, a councillor position and he's thrown his uh, name in to be mayor. He's the, been the president of Sorka for a, a number of years he's now. He's also head of the, uh, the, the crime watch um, still for like yeah, seven years. It, yeah. 
he runs a very successful company um, that uh, is based out of Squamish, but is across Canada. Um, and uh, he, he knows how to run a business. And that could be someone that could come out of the woodwork. We're talking, you know, that we're talking a lot about Susan and Karen because they've yeah. been around. I don't know. What What are your thoughts about um, Mr. Cook? You know, when you're talking about he's business. got base. He's got a strong base because he can probably get the. In case you haven't noticed, a lot of mountain bikers in Squamish, and I think he probably could get those people motivated and get them to come out and vote, which is and, always key. I know, and he and he has the business know-how as well. I mean, uh, if he wants to, if he wants to understand business, if he wants someone who understands business and to bring in business, I mean, Barkbusters is his company. It's it's successful. I mean, yeah. and and he's and he's been running a lot of uh, local things, and he loves being here. And it's one of those things where. I, you don't know where, like, what his what his platform is. Like I don't know what he's been, like. We have the trails. Okay, great. What else do you want to do? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's his stance on LNG? I mean, we know Karen Elliott's against LNG. We know that Susan's against LNG. Uh, well, okay, kind of sorta. You with caveats. All right. Yeah. Um, but we don't know whether what his stance is on LNG. Uh, I don't know what his stance is on the ocean front. Is he pro, you know, dense development? Does he want to make it a park? I guess it's kind of out of everyone's hands now, actually, now that they've sold the land. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things are like kind of out of the hands. There's certain issues that, you know, that's going to pop up in this election that I don't, you guys need to explain to me why they're, they're issues. For example, LNG. It's not like we have a choice, right? Do we have a choice as a municipal, municipality to say no? Yeah, well, a yeah, lot we of the do. voters we would do. say that. We do because the, the, the transmission pipeline would have to go through Squamish. That's the only thing? Yeah, pretty much. That would be the biggest. But the if biggest the province, they're also and, worried about environmental hazards and how sound. I, I understand that. Yeah. But, but there's, the never, province, there's never in the entire history, history of... LNG. I know. LNG but transfer, there's anyway, never anyway, been a spill. Anyway, ever. I'm not saying there has. If the province and the federal government say, we're putting this in regardless of what you say because you're a tiny little municipality, do we have a choice? Yeah, Probably we kind of do. We kind of do because they would still need the transmission pipeline. But I mean, also, the fact of the matter is, all that tax revenue is, is, you know, is coming to Squamish. The district of Squamish is the. You know the number one beneficiary. I know. You know, besides the people that are actually running the plant, you know, no one we're, benefits more than the district of Squamish. I, and we're and we're all screaming that we need money, we need this, we need that. I mean, shouldn't we be like, you know what, guys, we'll, we'll take your money. Yeah, there you go. This is we'll we'll take the two two plus million dollars a year because we can use it to build a community mm -hmm. center and an art center and all the other things and, you want to build. Uh, I. And I agree with what you guys are saying, but, uh, but just to play devil's advocate for a second, I, I see stickers on downtown <laughs> businesses that will say, save house sound, protect house sound. They're talking about the right. LNG project yeah, not going yeah. ahead because they're worried. I see, I see no to LNG on the biggest, oldest, broken down pickup trucks spewing the biggest <laughs> yeah. smoke coming out of the back of that thing. And I'm like, wow, yeah. that's slightly hypocritical, but yay. Yeah, and when wood fiber was there, no one was a bigger polluter than wood fiber. I mean, mm -hmm. the house sound, house sound, you know, they want, they're talking about saving house sound. House sound was dead back then, back when they had, well, mm -hmm. both the Now we have whales up here again. Yeah, now we have whales and porpoises. Yeah, yeah. I know. Anyway, I mean, yeah, we're, we're rambling off topic and we're probably yeah. already taking people off of this conversation. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. But that just shows you how, how the demographics in this town has changed, right? And, and again, maybe Patty sensed that. And do you think, uh, do we have, is, is Jeff Cook like one of those people who reflect most of what's going on in this town because now like I said we have a big voter base that is pretty he's been much in town for a long time uh, I believe he's been in town for at least 13-14 uh, years 
He's been in town for a long time. He runs a successful business. He knows what Squamish is about since he's run all these organizations. And he probably has a, a, a feel of the pulse of what kind of voters are out there. Basically, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to run down with this, 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 with this topic here before we move on to Whistler or the, the, the councillor race is we have a big voter base that is now a free agent. And what are these councillors going to do, or the ones running for mayor? What what, what do you think? Yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Is like, yeah. what what do the vote? What does the electorate care about these days? I mean, is the bulk of the electorate pro LNG or anti LNG? Or and I think it's hard to say. Well, that's really what those development? high priced uh, surveys are all about. Like, yeah. you know, and who wants to admit to those? Um, nobody. Yeah. And someone paid for those. Surveys. <laughs> I think we did. We had that in our budget. Well, yeah. not, not, you, know, um, you know what I mean? Like it was district money, I think. But you know, it's it's uh, no. Uh, they asked. Uh, uh, no, it wasn't a district. It wasn't a district. It's way too much money for the yeah. for the district to, to. It's like eighteen thousand dollars or something like that to uh, commission just a small survey. Um, it's done by usually by major political parties, uh, federally or provincially. So, which candidate do you think is closer to Patricia then? Because I, if, if we, again, if we, if she has such a base, you only need two thousand votes in this town to be mayor. All right? You know what? I, I don't know. I mean, I that's a good question, and I and I, I can't answer. I mean, like I, I said at the top of this podcast, I I sort of see Karen Elliott as being being closest line, and I think the reason she is running in the first place is because Patricia is is not running. But you're right; it, it might be Jeff. Uh, I think I think. You know, if we did a Venn diagram, they'd probably overlap in certain areas, but not, mm-hmm. you know, not entirely. So it's 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 a tough call. I think the other big issue that we're forgetting about is Garibaldi and Squamish, and that's going to be a big election issue. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Where we both go mum on that one because yeah, that, I, that 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 one was just no one wants to touch that. Right now, I don't think we're ready to touch that uh, because I mean it keeps getting put forward and then it gets get shut down. Oh, it's been hard. it's been around uh, for, for twenty and years. At, at the end of the day, honestly, uh, Garibaldi and Squamish is most likely going to be in, in the hands of the provincial government, and Squamish will hopefully play a role if it ever does go through. But uh, I. For councillors in this day and age to try and run on a platform of uh, pro or, or against uh, Garibaldi Squamish is a non-starter, I think. Well, just, I mean, he's as a segue to talk about Whistler because Jack Crompton has come out against Garibaldi and Squamish. Now, it's well, hardly surprising. Uh, surprised, yeah. Um, I, so that could be interesting if he ends up, and looking like he will be mayor because it looks like he's running unopposed. Yeah. So if we have a uh, mayor here in Squamish, although I don't see anyone who's throwing their hat into the ring that is for Garibaldi at Squamish, but if we did have a mayor that was for Garibaldi at Squamish, uh, that sets up an interesting confrontation. <laughs> and you know, yeah. frankly, I mean, I don't know if... I'm just thinking about all the confrontations we're going to have with Whistler like when it comes to transit, when it comes yeah. to a bunch of other things. And, and uh, because Vail has completely different new policies than, than what uh, InterWest had. And there's going to be a lot of butting heads. You know? Well, but one thing about Jack is that he is very much in favor of reinstating transit for employees between the two municipalities. 
So that's definitely something that I think whoever ends up in the mayor's chair here in Squamish, that they're going to be able to work together on that. So I mean, one one big thing is about mobilizing the youth. The youth, like the eighteen to thirty four, is is a big pocket. Like I'll, I have a podcast coming up about uh, the voter uh, demographics here because I, I talked to a professor at Quest University, did a whole big study. But you know, eighteen to thirty four is a big motivator. So transit would actually be one of the major topics. Because, I mean, you know, to go up to Whistler, to do wherever, go to Vancouver, to go to school, yeah, go to work, I know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a big topic. <clears throat> and, you know, from what I understand, uh, for what's happening, like the, the, all the research has been done. All the money has been spent about the research. We know exactly what needs to happen. It's yeah. just a question of someone going up to Whistler or Whistler, or like, let's meet halfway up the, down the highway around like, like Powerline Hill and just like shake hands and go, let's get this done. So let's... In, in Squamish, who would that be? And in Whistler, who would that be? Well, it's Jack Crompton. He's probably going to be mayor of Whistler, and he's very much in favor of making it happen. So that's that's one part. That's, of, that's one part of yeah. the equation, and that's actually been the in you know as you both know that's been the biggest stumbling block in past years has been Whistler. So we may actually see something happen there, which would be great. That's great for the quarter. Yeah, and Crompton's been the uh, the chair of the SLRD for the last number of years, and I think he's hopefully done that on a purpose to create things like a regional transit authority that would run through from uh, Pemberton all the way down to Lions Bay or into West Vancouver. Um, that's what we need. Yeah, and more so, I mean, now more so than ever. Um, just to bring it back to Squamish, the before we forget, let's talk a little bit about the council that's race, right, that's which right. again is wide open because we've got one, one incumbent. We got, uh, we got two officially running. We have uh, uh, Brian Loverin, who put his hat in the ring, and also um, uh, John French, who's uh, the first to come out of the gate. And uh, no one else has... Uh, uh, we said one incumbent. And one, and one, J- and one, sitting, incumbent, one right? sitting incumbent. But he, did he announce that he was going to run that's again? Still that's not, the thing. That's like, not you're for you're sure. saying like, he's for sure an incumbent, but we don't know if he's well, running again. But I mean, we know everyone else isn't. We know that, that we know that <laughs> right. he's the only one left. He's the only one. He's, right. only, he's the last man left standing that that has. And, you know, and, that's, and, that, and that to me is kind of is a sad thing, right? Like Karen Elliott and 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 and, uh, and Susan Chappelle are running for mayor, and if one of them loses, we're, like these two are, are heart and soul. Yeah, it's a big setback. It's, but it's, so, so was Ted Pryor. So was Doug Ray's. Yeah. Well, those guys aren't giving up their seats to run for mayor, like. A few people did in Whistler a few years ago. They all yeah. thought they were going to be mayor. But we're losing got, a lot of experience is what I'm well, saying. That, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what happens. Yeah. You know, and a, a pretty critical time for Squamish. Yeah, exactly. So you, lose, you lose the council. It's been on the council table for uh, six, seven years, whatever the case may be. It was a three-year or four-year term. Yeah. And then they go for it for mayor and get it handed to themselves and... Yeah, and, they're, and then, then you're, they're you're completely you're, out. And then you have people who have kind of like no experience aware. coming in and being like, okay, how are we doing this again? And right. it takes them half. What's the, the history? What's out. what's going on? I didn't really follow the minutes for the last yeah. four years. And we, yeah, we've so. all worked with John French on one on one way or another because I mean he's been a stalwart in this community for so long. He's been uh, a journalist in this town. We all know him, and honestly, um, I think we're comfortable. We're, with not, him. we're not doing a campaign uh, uh, speech. I, I, for I understand John that. I understand. You but, guys already stole my thunder because I was going to say something about <laughs> French right before you guys, and I'm going to say it now. Say it now. He's going to win. That, well, I was sure he's probably yeah okay yeah. but I wasn't gonna say that let me say what I was gonna say alright come on oh Raspberry's excited <laughs> I better let him say <laughs> something go ahead so, I better I say, say uh, <laughs> someone like John French has been has been going to and covering Squamish Municipal Hall uh, for years and covered literally thousands of hours of meetings yeah. and outside any incumbent 
what person has actually even gone to a handful of council meetings? Probably not very many. And I guarantee you those people who aren't incumbents have not been to any, as in zero, committee of the whole meetings, which are meetings that usually take place right before the council meetings during the afternoon, which no one shows up at. But that's where most of the preliminary work is done. French has sat through all those meetings. I personally have sat through only two budget meetings. I think Jess is lining up his announcement right now for counselor. No, no, he no. He spent so many hours. No, well, by, no. by that, French has. I have. I'm saying I, I did two budgets. French did probably ten. I did two, and that was enough. And I worked for Alan of three of those, and I think in the third year I copped out somehow. And I'm like, Alan, I think it'd be more important if you did it. Yeah, but by that reasoning, by that reasoning, you're you're basically advocating for Ter- Terrell Patterson because nobody nobody knows the bylaws of this town more than Terrell, and I think for probably for a lot of newcomers that are listening to this who don't know who Terrell is he's the elderly gentleman with the, the uh, with hat. a wide brim helmet hat that rides around town collecting uh, cans and you may not know this but he actually he actually came very close to becoming mayor of Squamish and I think 2005 Terrell's only uh, reason for running was because I never want to see a mayor get acclaimed so he's like, I'm going to go in there and throw my hat in. And, and he, and he did. And yeah, he came, he came ridiculously close, around 45%. Just know that he has been covering council as sort of the local political watchdog for decades. I would say covering watchdog. Wa- okay, the political watchdog. Well, he stands up He stands up and asks Obviously questions. Obviously, different perspectives about this man. This is hilarious. Well, I've, I've, heard, him, I've heard him ask several mayors some pretty insightful questions and 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 trip them up because yeah. he knows the bylaws more than they know them but let's let's move, yeah, on, let's move on for terrell yeah let's, 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 yeah. let's kind of like great There's more important it's like it's about. like we want him to run for mayor now i don't get it what um uh, no i think that somehow spun out of uh our loose Squamish Council yeah, uh, candidate. Exactly. exactly, because we only so, have two real we, ones yeah. who are announced. So we, we so talked about French. We, we, we talk like French, French because he spent all the hours in there. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, then no one else can say the same thing. No, no one else can. Yeah. And I think I think it's almost for sure that Bianca Peters is going to run. Uh, Edward Archibald is now the head of the BIA. I'm surprised he's not running. He's a very opinionated man. He might. There's all these people that they're always saying, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, but they never do. Uh, and there's some there's some longtime mm-hmm. residents I would like to see step up and, and do it, um, but I mean who else are we talking about? Honestly, that we talked about five people, you know, and that, that I mean. And last time, last election, there was twenty candidates for council. Yeah, and yeah, I, I can't really see how there's going to be twenty people that are going to come out of the woodwork on this one. Okay, and you know, and the other thing because is, there's too many people running for mayor. And I asked and, you this earlier. The other thing that may catch people off guard is that the election's a month earlier. And yeah. I, why is that? It's a provincial uh, under the BC Electoral Act. Um, it was every municipality in the province has to have their elections on the exact same day. And it was always done, I believe, in the third week in November. And it was petitioned by so many northern communities that it was so hard to campaign, especially door to door, in the month of November. Imagine it's just around here. So mm-hmm. just move it up a month at least. So. Not you don't want to hold it in the summer. You don't want to hold it in those, the late those spring. Folks in Fort so yeah, so bring it up uh, to what they've now done. I believe is the uh, October twentieth. Yeah, the third week in October. Um, 
so the idea with people that get their heads around everything, kids are back at school in September, elections are then going to get started, and then you get through Christmas and you're not holding elections. Elections are never really publicly done, attended very well in the springtime, and especially never in the summer. So um, that's why they moved it up to um, October. Okay, makes sense, but it may catch some people off guard. Although it may help, it, it may help turnout, it may help voter turnout. Yeah, well, and you ran uh, as a campaign, and uh, I'm sure you knocked on some doors. And would you rather knock on a door at, at the, in on uh, November twentieth or October? That's 10th? true. When it, it was, it's dark and rainy most of the time. You're campaigning, and you can't put yeah, any signs up before Halloween because on Halloween they'll just be all torn down. That's another thing too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so. we talked about signs. Hopefully, we get rid of all these election signs about whatever. And just advertise on See This Guy podcast. That's what you should do. To all potential candidates out there, that's what you should do. And how would we... We'll even uh, take Bianca's hats. Yeah. How would potential candidates uh, that are going to run our, our town for the next well, four years... Thank, thank you, Raspberry, for bringing that up. That's a very good point. Um, they can... Con- Marcus, I'm going to pass this one over to you. What is the best way to get a hold of us? Info at seethiskypodcast.com. What what was that email again? Info at seethiskypodcast.com. Sh- shouldn't, it, shouldn't it be sales at seethiskypodcast.com or something? Uh, info is good info? for now. Okay. It's good for now. We just want general info. Don't want to make any it, sales. It, it, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Just, just drop us a line. The thing is, if you don't, if it could be advertising, it could be sales. But yeah, info, I, I info, just, info yeah, is yeah. proven. That if you, any website you want to talk to a company, info at is the most common name people guess at. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for that for that tidbit. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously th- you don't know digital marketing either of you. You old school bastards. Yes, that's, that's right. right. I'm a print guy. I know. I'm, absolutely. I'm gonna write that down and try and do something about it uh, on Tuesday. So for 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 all your uh, electoral advertising needs, info at see this guy podcast and we're dot com. Ha- we're dot com. We're happy to help you out. No job is too small or too big. Uh, okay, so that's our, our, our 2018 election update. We will keep you posted as things change and more people throw their hat in the ring. And as always, please let us know in the comments what you think or what you'd like to hear us talk about. Marcus, you look like you want to say something. Yeah, and, and we want to hear from you. We want to hear your questions. We're going to be talking for pretty much all the candidates. We're, we're lining up those who have officially announced and lining up those who haven't yet officially announced. We want to ask them what you want to know. So, yes, please send along your questions. Uh, in your comments, and we will definitely ask the uh, the candidates when we have them in front of us. Okay, and with that, thanks again, Raspberry, for joining us, and thanks. Thank you. Yeah, and thanks to all our our listeners, and I guess that'll do it. Until next time. What are you laughing about? You guys are such goofs. I don't know. How, I... This is the Sea to Sky podcast. If you have a comment or story ideas, please check out our website at seataskypodcast.com or on Facebook and Twitter at Sea to Sky Podcast. Thank you for clicking us on. 